Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey. How are you? I'm okay. Wait, I say hello first. What are you doing? I'm you're you're screwing things up. I'm mixing it up a little. All right. How are you? I'm okay. Awesome. Uh, should we get started with the Disney Parks blog? Yes, let's. All right. Um, on the Disney Parks blog, they're talking about the Disney Five. Five, oh my goodness, the Disney Fab 50 character collection. Yes, they are. It's uh, a little behind-the-scenes look at the 50 Fab uh, sculptures that they're going to be releasing in honor of the 50th anniversary. So uh, if you're interested in that, you can check it out. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, the like, like Cheryl said yesterday, some of the, the sculptures look very good, and some of them just look a little weird <laughs> being all one color. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I tell you, if, if you can't, especially if you can't make it down to Disney World over the next 18 months, uh, check out the sculptures online. Cool. Um, on the Disney Wish, which is uh, we're waiting to come out and start sailing, they are going to be debuting the First of its kind interactive experience uh, called Disney Uncharted Adventure. That's right. This is going to be a first of its kind interactive experience that will lead guests on a journey from the bow to the stern and the stars. Uh, It's going to be a bunch of technology, including augmented reality and physical effects. And it's going to take storytelling into a new realm uh, as uh, guests embark on a dimension into the worlds of Moana, Tiana, Peter Pan, Nemo, and more. Um, you know, there's a video about it on the, uh, on the parks blog and you're going to utilize your phone and stuff on the ship. Uh, so it's, uh, it, it looks very cool. If you've cruised on the dream of the fantasy, you know, they have some of the interactive, uh, uh treasure hunts and the photos. Yeah. Um, and this is going to, uh, uh, you know, to just take that to the next level. Absolutely. Uh, your mobile device is going to become an enchanted spyglass. Cool. That you use to solve puzzles, conquer quests, uh, and uh, you know other parts of this adventure. Um, so things you're going to be able to do are team up with Moana to navigate canoes, help Tiana cook uh, gumbo, summon Tinkerbell, and dive into the EAC with Nemo and friends. This stuff is a lot of fun when they do you know like the interactive photos or the treasure hunts and these kinds of things. Um, because if you're a repeat cruiser, um, you know that first time on the ship. You you can't hit everything, you know, and you you get to try the different dining rooms. You want to try the pools, but, you know, you can't do everything. And it's nice to have things like these as sort of like the secondary things that you get to do. So when you sail again, you can finally, you know, try some of these other things. And it makes it really nice for repeat cruisers because otherwise it can get a little boring on the ship. Right. So um, I'm excited to see that there's something new coming. As am I. Uh, the Disney Parks blog wants you to know that the first ever World Princess Week is kicking off next week. That's right. World Princess Week is a part of the Disney's Ultimate Princess Celebration, which is, I believe, a 15-month uh, month celebration of princesses. Uh, but beginning next week, uh, it is World Princess Week. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, World Princess Week. And there's a whole bunch of things uh, that are planned. On August 23rd, the uh, playground at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival is going to be rethemed over to Tiana. Um, and that's going to be there throughout the remainder of the festival. Um, there's also going to be um, uh, some princesses, a princess promenade at the Disney Springs Marketplace. 
where your own princesses get to wear costumes and promenade with a princess-themed entertainment performance. Fun. So that's nice because that is outside of the parks and it is you right. know, essentially a free event. Right. Costumes are encouraged. Uh, so that is fun. It is. Uh, you know, of course, there's always the princess uh, merchandise, uh, which Disney is more than willing to sell. Um, but I think one of the cool things is that Shop Disney has sponsored a um, uh, a princess line where you can call and chat with the princess. Okay. Uh, there are five stories that have been uh, that have been recorded, uh, and. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to scroll to get the number here real quick in case, pe- in case people want to do it. Uh, so if you call one 877 disney it is the Ultimate Princess Celebration Hotline. And uh, <laughs> you will hear one of five stories. Uh, it looks like Jasmine, Ariel, Belle, uh, maybe Tiana, and Moana uh, will, will tell your child a story. Okay. So very cool. They've done stuff like that before with some of the characters uh, Shop Disney usually once or twice a year offers something on their phone lines. Right. So pretty cool. Yeah. I may call up and get a, yeah, what the get heck, a story. Right? <laughs> um, the last story in the Disney Parks blog is, uh, is a really big deal. They are introducing their Disney Genie service. That's right. Disney Genie is a uh, planning service that Disney announced, got to be about two years ago now. Um, and if you've ever gone to Disney World and you've used Touring Plans, which is a website, it's a subscription website, right. you tell them what attractions you want to use, and it pretty much gives you the order to use them uh, to go to the attractions, right. and it sets up your day. It tries to optimize your day. Right, yeah. right. Um, well, that's what, that's what Disney Genie is going to be doing. Uh, Disney Genie is going to help you with your itinerary. It's going to uh, give you a uh, tip board. Um, which will have ride times on it. It allows you to set your favorites as in which attractions you want to visit. Um, and it's supposed to give you a lot more flexibility. Um, one of the reasons, well, let me, before I mention that, there are also going to be two new attractions that are replacing Fast Pass, Max Pass, Fast Pass Plus. Um, and, you know, we mentioned how in Paris they had the Premier Access Pass. Right. Uh, well, they are now bringing Genie Plus to Florida and California. Okay. Uh, it's going to be $15 per day per ticket at Walt Disney World and $20 per ticket per day at Disneyland. Uh, and that is going to allow you to choose a, a ride, one selection at a time, and it will tell you when the next available slot is. So this is very much like the Max Pass right. that, that California like used a, to have. A Max Pass or um, sort of like the really old you know, Fast Pass. Right, the old paper Fast Pass system. Right, where you could have one and then after a certain number of if after you've ridden it or after waited you waited like two hours, you're able to get another one. Right. So this is going to allow you to ride certain attractions. Also included with that, you get um, a Disney, uh, Disney-themed Disney audio experience and photo features to capture your memories. Uh, and there is unlimited photo, photo pass downloads for that day if you're visiting Disneyland. Uh, if you're visiting Disney World, you get augmented reality lenses. Um they put out some lenses with Snapchat just before our last trip, and we were able to get pictures with uh, Mickey and Minnie uh, via these lenses, uh, which are pretty cool. Um, but these lenses are now only available in the parks. And then there's a second option, uh, and they're calling that, well, it's kind of the Lightning Lane, but Lightning Lane is used for both of them. Uh, it's no longer Fast Pass, it's the Lightning Lane access. And they're going to have certain attractions that are an individual cost. So much like Paris, um, 
you know, or Shanghai, if you want to ride Rise of the Resistance, it's going to be a cost. And that cost is going to fluctuate by time of the day, time of the, the year you visit, uh, how popular the ride is that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the nice thing about this part is it's going to allow you to uh, purchase up to two attractions that you can ride and schedule that day. Right. So the nice thing is um, anyone can buy this. Right. But if you're a Disney Resort guest, mm-hmm. your selection time opens at 7 a.m. Oh. If you're not a Disney Park guest, your selections open when the park opens. Okay. Because you can only purchase it the day of. You can right. only make your attractions the day of. Right. So it's not like Fast Passes where you could make your selections at 60 days out. Right. Um, and the reason they did this, according to Josh Tomorrow, is it allows for more spontaneity. And I think people wanted that. Right. And I, You know what? I, I really like it. I think it's a great idea. I don't like the individual attraction selection option, this lightning lightning, uh, lane. lightning lane selection thing. I don't like that. Uh-huh. Um, the other way is just sort of that max pass, which right. I think works really well. And then the second thing I really, really, really don't like is that this um, lightning lane, when you're choosing uh, which parks you want to, which uh, attractions you want to do, they uh, you're choosing from some some very popular attractions. Right. And those attractions, it says, are not included with Disney Genie Plus, which means right. Genie Plus that you pay $15 a day for is not going to include all the attractions. So the most popular attractions, you can't get any kind of uh, special pass for unless you want to pay the extra the per right. ride right. price. Right. So you've now paid $120 to get into the park. You've paid $15 to get the Genie Plus, which gets you on Pirates of the Caribbean, gets you on Pooh's. Uh, you know, Winnie the Pooh's Adventure. But if you want to ride Seven Dwarves Mine Train, well, that's going to be the individual attraction like selection. So or something. it could be, you know, in Paris, I think they're paying anywhere between five and twenty euro, right? Which uh, amounts to like eight to eight to twenty dollars or right, eight to twenty two dollars like per attraction. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me I want to ride Rise of the Resistance. I have to pay another twenty two dollars. Right. So now I've just spent a hundred and you know sixty dollars, one hundred and seventy dollars on on one day. And that's if you got a ticket for one hundred and twenty dollars. Right. It's not a lot of days are not one hundred and twenty dollars. That's a base parks. ticket. Right. You, you go cannot. during you go during Christmas time with a park hopper, and you're looking at two hundred and twenty, two hundred, you know, fifteen dollars a day. Yeah, who knows? So it's 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 definitely getting a little more expensive. Um, like Cheryl, I don't like this kind of uh, cross pollination between uh, right. Uh, We're giving this to you, but we're going to hold back some, even though you're paying for the first part and then we're going to make you pay extra for the second part. It's kind of, it's crappy. Right. Now, the the good thing is that you're also going to be able to utilize this new app for your disability, disability access service. Oh, that's good. Uh, So that is good. Um, Yeah, it'll be, it's going to be weird to see the way that that Disney spins this. It's going to get tweaked too. It's not going to stay exactly as it is. I can guarantee it. Yeah. And it's, it's not very popular. If you look on the Disney Parks blog, uh, the posting has 50 likes and 127 negative comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so not popular at all. But, uh, you know, much like m- many of other Disney's other decisions, we, we have to see how it goes. Right. You know, and, and how it is released in its final form. Absolutely. All right. And that brings us, uh, there's no California news today. Although I guess Disney Genie is a it's little bit of California yeah. news. But uh, the main news is is out in Florida today. And uh, breaking news uh, was that Disney World has removed their mask requirements for outdoor rides, queues, and attractions. Uh, If you recall, two weeks ago, they brought the mask mandate back. And if you were indoors, you had to wear it. If you were in an outdoor queue, an outdoor ride, or an outdoor attraction, 
even though those were not outdoors, you were still expected to wear a mask. Well, they have rescinded that. And now anything that is outdoors is considered outdoors and you don't have to wear a mask. Which makes so much more sense. It was so dumb to like be able to walk around and not wear a mask. And then the minute you step into a line, which is no different really than walking around, you had to put a mask on and you know, you're on a roller coaster and you have to leave a mask on, even though it's outside, it it didn't make any sense. So I think that that is a good move. Yep. Um, Disney Fab 50 character collection has, um, a new character announced. I mean, this is a big one. Yeah. And this is Minnie Mouse. Yeah. Uh, she definitely wasn't going to be excluded. No. Uh, but, uh, she was finally announced yesterday by Disney artist, uh, Jim, I'm sorry, Jared Mariuma. So, uh, congratulations, Minnie. And then right on his tail, on her tails, uh, was the announcement that, uh, Pinocchio, uh, is getting his own statue, and that was released by Disney Animation Studio director Chris Buck. And that one will be at the Magic Kingdom. So both of those are actually in the Magic Kingdom. So congratulations, right. Pinocchio and Minnie Mouse, on your <laughs> uh, honor. All right. Uh, also in the Magic Kingdom, the uh, boardwalk area at, at Frontierland is um, you know continuing to be replaced and, and looking very nice. Yep. So it's not only the boards that are being replaced, but over by Picos Bill, uh, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe, they've actually removed the boards, laid new concrete, and then they'll be laying new boards on top of that after that concrete cures. So uh, it, it's definitely a large, uh, large-scale upgrade, not, not just the boards. Okay. As a part of the refurbishment at Splash Mountain, they've put up some more scaffolding. Yep, additional scaffolding. Uh, this is not going to be the uh, Princess and the Frog retheming. This looks just to be part of their annual uh, refurb. Okay, good. Um, they are they have changed the signage at the Jungle Cruise, and they've uh, updated a couple of other things over there. What? How can they do that? They just changed the sign. I don't know. They're cycling through to see what people like, I guess. Well, the funny thing is it used to say World Famous Jungle Cruise Tours, and now the sign just says Jungle Cruise. Okay. Uh, which is how most people refer to it anyway. Yeah. Uh, don't know if this is a permanent sign change or, or what they're doing, but uh, you know it is rather plain now. Um, they've also added some additional nautical items uh, to the, the queue line, and uh, they now have a sign for the Amazon River because that is one of the rivers that you travel on during the course of the Jungle Cruise. Oh, so they probably don't have to wear masks on the Jungle Cruise ride, which is good because that was... That was really difficult. I wonder if the cast members still have to wear them. Uh, I'm not sure. Because it was hard to understand. and Because if you can't see their mouth, mm-hmm. it's a little bit hard to, to know what they're saying. Right. But I mean, at least the plexiglass isn't there anymore. That is true. That was pretty bad. Um, the uh, small world facade is still being repainted in these um, beautiful pastel-y colors. That is right. Uh, it you looks know. so nice. I it does. It, it I does. And it. I hope this is a change that stays past the uh, 50th. I think it will. I'm not going to paint everything all over again. Right. Um, the uh, patchy green uh, areas that are that have been showing up in front of the Enchanted Tiki Room have grown larger. That's right. Nothing better than green concrete. Yeah. I mean, it looks ridiculous with the regular concrete around right. it, but I guess they're obviously just doing sections at a time. Right. Well, so. they can't close the whole land at one no. time. No. Um, Disney is going to be releasing a first look at the inspiration for the Princess and the Frog attraction. That's right. That is being released on Friday on the Disney Parks blog. So if you get a chance, you, well, I guess if you're listening to this on Friday, you can't watch it. Uh, but it's probably going to be up on uh, on their YouTube channel 
uh, for you know posterity, so you can check it out. Yeah. Or we'll probably give you an update on Monday as to what they talked about. Okay. Um, the monorail lost power on August 18th, and um, the stranded guests took out some of the windows. Yeah, they uh, were just headed into the Contemporary Resort. I mean, so close that if you were in the Contemporary Resort, you could have pulled it in. Right. Um, but they were stranded around 1.15 in the afternoon. The vehicle lost all power, uh, and uh, people were stranded up above, uh, you know, up above the, the, the road there. Uh, it was a 95-degree uh, day. Uh, so once you lose all power, you lose all air conditioning. Mm -hmm. um, so casts actually ask guests to take the windows out of their place and uh, gently put them down next to you mm -hmm. uh, to keep some air circulating. And, and that's what guests did. Uh, the Reedy Creek Fire Department sent a cherry picker truck to, uh, to get people out. But they didn't need it because the uh, monorail tow line, uh, mm -hmm. tow vehicle, uh, came out and towed the vehicle backward to the Magic Kingdom station. Which is funny because uh, they were so close to the contemporary. It's just I don't know why they could have towed them in the contemporary. It's probably just whatever direction this um, <clears throat> this tow vehicle, this tow could vehicle go in. came from, right? I right. mean, it is where it is, and then maybe you it can only get it tow around. it going forward. It can't push it backwards. Right. 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 But I'm glad they uh, glad they figured that out. Right. That seems awful. Um, there was a bit of uh, malfunctioning of the <laughs> animatronic Abraham Lincoln. At the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, uh, during his delivery of the Gettysburg Address, um, he usually rises from his chair, but uh, he just folded over on himself. Uh, first off, I did not know that Honest Abe was that flexible, so he may have to be known as uh, Flexible Abe from now on. Oh, uh, too funny. Yeah. I wish I was there for that one. I know, right? Um, in Epcot, the Family Play Zone is being rethemed to Princess Tiana. Yeah, and that is uh, that is something we mentioned as part of the Princess World Princess Week celebration. It needs it. I mean, it's pretty boring. It it does. It, it's very boring. Um, I thought this might be a a temporary piece of the uh, Flower and Garden Festival, mm -hmm. but it looks like they have left it after the end of that festival, uh, and you know, uh, it's not really themed to food and wine. So yeah, give it give it an opportunity to be themed after uh, you know a, a princess, right? Um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to be using a virtual queue when it opens. Yeah, this is uh, this is big. This is the first non-Star Wars attraction in Florida to use the virtual queue. Makes sense, But it though. makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> it does. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. We're all set with that one? We are. All right. The Dockside Diner is debuting a new menu um, before they reopen on August 22nd. That's right. The Dockside Diner is in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, over at the lake there, and uh, they are reopening Sunday, August 22nd, as Cheryl mentioned. Uh, they used to serve hot dog and nachos, uh, but they have some new uh, items on their menu, and uh, we'll briefly tell you what they are. They, they're offering a shrimp salad, a chipotle chicken salad roll, a smoked fish dip, and uh, a macaroni and cheese for kids, and PJ Uncrustables. Okay. So uh, I think without hot dogs, I am not headed there. Uh, they are offering also chocolate and vanilla shakes, as well as uh, beverages and, you know, assorted coffees and stuff. They are offering beverages with alcohol for adults, and uh, that's uh, that's it. Okay. Um, in Disney World, at select restaurants, you used to be able to get what they called pog juice. Mm. So it's a mix of passion fruit, orange, and guava juices. 
Um, they always served it at Boma, uh, which is going to be reopening very soon. Yes. Um, the menu for uh, Boma has been released, and Pog Juice is not on that menu. Um, so we're not, what's going on? That's right. Pog Juice also used to be served at the Polynesian Village Resort. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a great, a great juice. They also serve it on the cruise line. Yep. Um, but it is not on the menu because the manufacturer no longer makes it. That's not cool. That is a bummer. Yeah. Um, I would not be surprised, you know, based on its popularity that, uh, Disney. I'm sure they can figure Steps in out. and figures out the right ratio of, yeah. uh. Uh, sure, they can passion figure it fruit, out. guava, and orange juice. Yeah. If not, I will be making some on my own. Or I feel like they could just get somebody to like make it for them. Right. Like you know, is it really right. that hard? Um, in Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Victoria Falls Lounge will be reopening on August twentieth. That's right. They will be opening alongside Boma. This is uh, this is the lounge, so mm-hmm. it it's not connected directly to Boma, uh, but it is in the same area, so it is the lounge associated with with boma uh they will be opening they have a modified menu with uh, fewer offerings and that's what we've seen happen at a lot of these restaurants and lounges is just because they're not staffed fully and uh you know the the, the number of guests coming through they're not you know the parks and the rest and the resorts are still at, not at full capacity right. so they just don't have everything back on the menu uh the lounge will be open every evening from 5 p.m to midnight um, so we talked about Disney Genie that's coming and the Lightning Lane program. Um, we have some more information that Disney World guests um, at the resort hotels will have early access to the Lightning Lane attraction selections. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I left this here because I, I didn't think I was going to mention it when we were talking about Disney Genie, but I did mention that guests, oh, you already Disney said Resort guests would have uh, the option to do that. Well, now you're double sure because we've mentioned it twice. That's right. There is going to be a list of um, rides and attractions that will be available under the Lightning Lane. Uh, right now, all we know is that in Walt Disney World, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will be available as these individual uh, selection right. options. Okay. And one thing we didn't mention about the the, the Disney Genie, uh, when you're making these ride selections, whether in Genie Plus or the Lightning Lane, you can actually cross parks, which you could not do with Fast Passes. Mm-hmm. So okay. if you have a park hopper ticket, you can uh, go, go across uh, different parks, which okay. is nice. All right. Um, there's some new COVID restrictions for the Bahamas, and that could be a problem for Disney Cruise Line. Yeah, between September 3rd and November 1st, any cruise ship will not be authorized to enter uh, any port in the Bahamas unless the captain or master of the cruise ship transmits a manifest which discloses the vaccination of all statuses of all persons. All passengers over 12 were fully vaccinated prior to embarking on the ship. And health protocols that the cruise line submitted to the competent authority have been complied with. Um, yeah, this is big because Disney's already not stopping at Nassau. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a lot of double dips at Castaway Key. Yep. So if they can't stop at Castaway and they can't stop at Nassau, are right. you just going to cruise for two days and stop nowhere? Right. Not so work out. I, I think that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see how this goes. This is obviously a developing story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they... I mean, Disney could, I think they're just going to change their quality, what has to happen. Like, they're just going to have to, if you're over 12, you're going to have to be vaccinated. Right. There's just no um, no other way about it. Did you mention what the qualifications were? Yes. I wasn't paying that much yes. attention. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think that that's what they're going to have to change it to. Like, testing instead is not going to be an option. Yep. 
which uh, is going to be a little rough because, you know, there's plenty of people who preferred the testing to the, to the vaccine. Um, all right, I think this next story is the same. What, the Mickey Mouse? No, that wasn't the next story okay. that I had. Um, all right, um, there's two Mickey Mouse shorts that are going to be included in an Aqua Mouse attraction on the Disney Wish. That's right, the Aqua Mouse, which is going to be the next generation uh, Aqua Coaster at Sea on the Disney Wish, is going to have uh, two new Disney animated shorts based on uh, Mickey Mouse. Um, and that is going to be able to provide their guests with two separate experiences when they're on the attraction. Uh, the first one is called Aqua Mouse, uh, and the second one is called uh, Scuba Scramble, in which the adventurers will go on an undersea adventure to a mermaid lagoon. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the second story is Swiss Meltdown, uh, which is uh, inspired by the animated short Yodelberg, and that will be a sledding trip where all of the snow melts. Very fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, an interesting thing. So they've released a little more details about, uh, the Aqua Mouse. Uh, you're going to begin the experience at the Port Misadventures kiosk, uh, which is a little play on the Port Adventures desk. You're going to ride a two seat vehicle, which is covered in patches. Then you take a 75 second trip up a conveyor belt uh, in which you uh, journey past nine portholes playing selections of the, uh, animated shorts. And uh, 60 different water nozzles and effects surround the portholes, and they are synchronized to the animated short. And then you will uh, take a trip through these suspended tunnels into a lazy river. Okay. So that, that sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. It does. Um, there is a new trailer for Mar Marvel's Eternals. It's funny because they list this as the final trailer for the Eternals. Um, it's the last trailer. But that means the next thing that starts coming are these 30-second clips ah. that are teaser clips and commercials that you see on television. Uh, and we've seen this with Shang-Chi, where every three days they're releasing right. a new 30-second clip. You don't actually have to watch the movie. You can just uh, If there's just enough clips that come out, yes, you will be able to put it all together. Um, um, so... Oh, Angelina Jolie in the Eternals? Angelina Jolie is in the Eternals. I did not know that. Um, so the Eternals opens in theaters on November 5th, and uh, the trailer is posted on our uh, website. Very good. Um, the stretching portrait characters for the Haunted Mansion film are being cast. That's right, as well as Master Gracie and... Uh, a couple of other characters. I, I accidentally closed the story. Oh, it just says, and more ghosts. Okay, so more ghosts. Uh, so, you know, this new Haunted Mansion movie is going to be uh, produced, and uh, they're just trying to get people out of the stretching room uh, photos, which I think is great. Yeah. Disney does a great job in getting some of these background characters out. You know, like when you look at Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the three guys who are locked in the cell and they're trying to get the key from the right. dog. In the movie, they look just like they do in the uh, in the attraction. Right. So I'm sure we're going to see some Haunted Mansion favorites in this film uh, when it comes out. I'm sure. Yeah, so... Uh, no news from Universal today, which was uh, interesting. Sorry, right. we had a lot of Disney news. But uh, that's it, and I hope everybody has a great weekend. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>